Legal disclaimer. Stamp show here today, its affiliates and organizations are not responsible for any maiming, dismemberment, or physical injury from listening to this podcast. It is suggested that all listeners wear proper head protection and fasten all seatbelts. Discontinue use of rash develops. Ask your physician if Stamp Show Here Today is right for you. Live from the Stamp Show Here Today infotainment complex, this is the award-winning Stamp Show Here Today. If you can dream it, we can collect it. This is episode number 405, brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. You can support this witless tosh by joining the Stamp Show Here Today community. The cost is only $10 for a lifetime membership. We are an APS-affiliated club. Listen to the end credits for information on joining. This is Lord Cash. This is Dauphin of France, Mark. This is Sean. You're the Dauphin? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, I was cruising around because we had a problem with our Spotify feed for some reason. Uh, the last two episodes did not upload to Spotify. So, and Jim Forty pointed this out today at lunch, that uh, the last one they saw, you can see on Spotify, is episode 402. And so, uh, it was like, wow, what the hell's going on? So, I went on, and I was, you know, looking, trying to figure it out, and I'll try to get it up and running and everything like that. So, I have an apology out there to our Spotify listeners. But we are on Podbean. That's who hosts us. And we're also on Apple Podcasts. Well, I pulled up Apple Podcasts to double check that we were our feeds are up to date. And it is. And then I looked and I go, we only have 3.7 stars out of 5. Oh, I thought it was out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> it should be out of 10. We, yeah. we, we are horribly overrated. Uh, but anyway, so we got a bunch of five-star reviews. But we got a bunch of one-star reviews. So I want to uh, address the one-stars. So uh, shout out to uh, Mission 2000 And by the way, thank you guys for listening, at least giving us a chance. Even if you give us a one-star rating and don't like the show, thanks for giving us a chance. We really appreciate it. Anyway, if you asked me a few years ago, I'd have said this podcast was top-notch. Expert in beginner topics, knowledgeable hosts, but things have not progressed, but rather declined. Um, and then they uh, give us a couple of feedback, uh, things like stop about 95% of the counterfeits, which we kind of have. It's, it hasn't been any news on it. We discuss things that are kind of in the news. And economics. That one I really have a problem with because... Our big thing is, you know, we are supporting not at, at the base of it. This podcast is to help stamp collectors to do better with their stamp collection. And one of the things with your stamp collection is, you know, how much are you paying for stamps? Are you buying the right stamps? Stuff like that. So economics has a huge amount to do with it. Um, we don't talk about economics that much. I mean, I will have a economics podcast like once every 10 episodes, something like that. So it's not very common, but I don't think that can go away. I think that it's too much of a part. Then he talks about, oh, he talks about me. Cash, as smart as you are, thank you. You overrate me. 
Uh, stop <laughs> talking over your guests. Do I talk over? Mm. I mean, I know. I think he has me confused with Scott. Scott has that problem of talking over. But I, you know, we've done 400 podcasts. I know not to talk over people. Uh, I will watch it in the future, I guess. Perhaps the most importantly, bring some guests on again. You know, we try. We really do. Uh, we often have guests, um, but they're local guests. You know, they're people who just happen to come to PSE and we say, hey, come on to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. People that come into town. Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, but not everyone's willing. Yeah. Oh, I'm here. I'm a guest. Oh, a lot of times, you know, I'll say, come on up to the podcast and they'll go, oh, no, 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 no. I'll pass. It's like, you know, pe people are, um, you know. Reluctant to associate with us. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're, they're, they're shy. And, but the thing is, you know, being on a podcast, you're kind of just a faceless voice. And so you can talk about stuff and it's like, you know, it's easy. Yeah, but it still can be intimidating. So Maddie Cat gave us one star. I subscribe to the podcast to learn more about stamp collecting rather than hear negative commentary about the LGBT community. I have a funny feeling because this has only come up one time. I mean, we do not talk about LGBTQ at all, except the only time that I can think we did this was when we were talking about the... Uh, Title IX stamp. Yeah, the Title IX, yeah. And it was our opinion that basically it's ill-timed given what's going on in the, you know, the men's men competing in women's sports and stuff like that, which is what Title IX is all about. Yeah, and it, it's an interesting ebb and flow that's going on because at the time that the, that the Title IX stamp was released was, the, was sort of the, at the very height of when... Um, uh, trans athletes were considered the the same sex as, as the as the biological athletes that they were competing against, but now that tide is kind of turned. I don't um, think people care anymore. Right. I mean, well, but you've got you've got some uh, like uh, I think the World Cycling um, Authority has yeah. has has uh, banned trans athletes from competing with the uh, with you know, biological females. So, you know, there's, I, I think it was, I think it just, it just hit a, the, the title nine stamp was just released at a time that I, that I think was just so strange. Yeah. It, you well, know? it was released and there was a male wrestler competing in the female category and a male swimmer competing in the female category. And they were just dominating their categories and it was at exactly the same time these news stories were coming out that they released the Title IX stamp. And so that was our comment. Right. And I'm not sure that that's the fault of USPS because these, these stamps, they, they take a while to, yeah. to go through oh, yeah. that. You know, this, this may have been approved 18 months before, so they had right. no clue. And, and then at the beginning of the year, they go, we're going to release this stamp June 2nd. Mm -hmm. And they, you know... May they have no clue, and then all of a sudden June second comes out and says, "Oh, into this horrible press time, we're going to release this stamp." I don't fault the post office for it at all, right? But at the time, 
and the subject matter. That was it. That's now. If you please, if you uh, Maddie Cat, if you are still listening, and please, I hope you are. I hope you haven't seen anything. Email me. Tell me if if there's something else going on. Tell me. Oh, as a matter of fact, here we got two comments. Uh, this one is from Steam PV. Not a fan of some com- comments. They have made anti-LGBT comments and made fun of certain stamps, oh, like hip-hop, etc. Oh, we, we make fun of that hip-hop stamp. That hip-hop stamp is the dumbest stamp I ever saw in my yeah, life. What a horrible stamp, man. It's clear they are voting for Trump, which is fine, but this isn't a podcast for me because it excludes and then something other stuff. Um, I have never voted for Trump. Did you vote for Trump? Me? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. So I guess uh, 50% of us, and Sean, you're not old enough to vote yet, so you didn't vote for anybody. Or but I, you're lobbying to vote. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. If, if, they put the, uh, if they put the voting age down to 16, we can get a lot of people voting. Let's see. Uh, Alhambra Ron. Ooh, I wonder if this is uh, Ron from Arcadia. Alhambra Ron. I tried to like it, but just can't do it. This podcast is remarkably content-free given its length. Uh, we tried to go like half an hour. I don't mind the jokes, banter, but I think the balance is way off. Okay, that's a fair comment. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's bicycle feathers. Too much palavering. P-A-L-A-V-E-R-I-N-G. I Look that up real quick. What's yeah. palavering? I can't accept a criticism that I don't understand. <laughs> I gave up on this. Lots and lots of palavering, some of which teeters on the edge of adult content. That's not how I want to spend my time. Well, we are adults. This isn't a kid's podcast. I mean, you know, children aren't very big stamp collectors. And if they're listening to podcasts, they're listening to PewDiePie or somebody like that. Uh, As for adult content... uh, Maybe, you know, we got risque or something on some podcast in the past, but yeah. I can't think of You've it. seen some of the stamps from France? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Palavering is talk unproductively and at length. So you are... Oh, hold on. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you hit us right on the head there. Uh, Stefan ATX87. Too much off script. Uh, There's a script? We don't have a script. <laughs> Everything, including what I... I am literally holding my phone in my left hand while we're doing this. We have no script. So that is a very, very fair content, a very fair comment. Yeah, we, we do go off script like 100% of the time. Less talk, more substance. Panel is knowledgeable. Thank you. Please for provide more substantive information and less self-indulgent banter. <laughs> Gosh, you know, less self-indulgent banter. That's, that's going to be tough for me. It's got our number. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
actually over the last like five podcasts, I, we take our comments. And uh, one of the comments was, you know, shorten the intro and get rid of the violin, which, by the way, the violin was not a violin. It, that was um, a very famous Civil War song that they played. And so it was sort of a hearkening back to postal history. But I got rid of it because, you know, it was fair. It was a fair comment. Um, we now do, you know, what crossed our desks because we found that people really like to know uh, what stamp expertizing or how to identify rare stamps or stuff like that. So every show now we do a what crossed our desk segment and a lot of shows that's the entire show. Okay, a bunch of five star, five star, five star, five star. I'm not going to read the five stars. Five stars are all going to say something like, uh, we did good. Thank you very much. Oh, here's a two star. As an avid collector, it pains me to say this. Here is your opportunity to get five to ten minutes of stamp news intermixed with 30 to 40 minutes of inane banter. Yeah, I find it hard to criticize with that. Dennis M., uh, you kind of hit us straight on the head there. That's basically what we do. So anyway, hopefully the one stars, you know, if you give us a second chance, great. Uh, thank you for trying us out, like I said. And uh, I appreciate the comments for the people who gave the constructive comments. I mean, like I said, we talk more about identifying stamps and we got rid of the violin at the beginning. So, Mark, speaking about stamps, what crossed your desk? Oh, I was, um, I was pleased to get an order that had uh, some Canal Zone uh, Airpost official stamps. These are the, um, uh, the, 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 these are the airmail stamps that are overprinted, um, and they say official Panama Canal. And um, a, a lot of, the, uh, of, of those particular stamps um, were uh, uh, favor-canceled. With a uh, with sort of a wavy line cancel that has the words Balboa Heights Canal Zone uh, in, inside, um, but every once in a while you'll see a stamp that um, uh, that is used but does not have that cancel, and uh, that would be a postally used version of that stamp, and those are actually a lot rarer than the uh, than the cancel to order. Um, so uh, in this particular order, there was, there were several of the, of the wavy line, but also one stamp that, that didn't have the, that the wavy line, it was, it was postally used. So that was very pleasing. And and I believe, uh, we put on the certificate, I haven't, I don't see the certificates, but, um, I believe we put on there that it's postally used. Yeah. Um, and there is a, there is, so there is a, di a difference in value in the Scott specialized catalog. They don't. Put a a they only put the value for used and that's used with the wavy line cancel. They don't have the value for the for the postal use, but they do notate um, at the beginning of the section for Airpost official stamps that they are more valuable. Yeah, Canal Zone has seen a very large, very marked uh, increase in popularity with uh, un unfortunately it was a while ago. It was like. 10 months ago, maybe closer to a year ago, uh, Mr. Bates died, who was a, he was the expert on Panama, or excuse me, on Canal Zone. I think he was on Panama also. <clears throat> and he was a great collector and a great person. 
But when his collection hit the market, all of a sudden you started seeing these rare things that had been hoovered up decades ago and nobody had ever seen before. And now there is a big upsurge and a big uptick again in Canal Zone. And I have seen this occur several times. It'll happen with Canal Zone. It'll happen with Guam, with Guam overprints. It'll happen with Philippines. Although Philippines is sort of stabilized. Um, The U.S. possessions sections, they go in spurts. And if you catch the spurt at the right time, you make a lot of money. And if you catch it at the wrong time, you spend a lot of money. But you get stuff that you're not going to see again. And that's the way it is right now with Canal Zone. Very interesting. So, Sean, what crossed your desk? So I was working on a collection of Afghanistan. And it's kind of interesting because some stamps in there will be like catalog 300 bucks, which there's a lot of stamps like catalog 300 bucks. But these ones you can like look for your entire life and never find the stamp ever. And I mean, it just shows, you know, demand way more important than supply when it comes to stamps. No, very true. And as a matter of fact, it's exactly the same thing that happened with Canal Zone. Afghanistan, all the prices you see in the catalog right now were about one quarter of those prices or less, one fifth, you know, very, very cheap stamps, but you could never find them. And then there was a big collection that sold, and I forget when, but I think it was either the late 90s or early 2000s. And all of a sudden this Afghanistan stuff hit the market and nobody had ever seen it before. You know, you you search your, go, okay, The early issues of Afghanistan had the head of a lion in it. So they call them the lion heads. And actually, I think they're tigers. But they call them lion heads. And go to a stamp show and say, do you have any early Afghanistan? And out of 200 dealers, you would be lucky if you found one of them that had something. I mean, it's just incredibly rare these stamps and i had been collecting these since i was for several many decades and i had about 10 of them and when sean came to me and said hey afghanistan i said here let me pull out my collection and out of all the stamps that i had i must have sold them because i only have two left and uh it's funny though because most of them that I bought, how they used to cancel the stamps is, and, and again, this is what they say. I don't believe it because it doesn't make any sense, but it says they would bite the stamp and pull a piece off it. I think that the biting part is sort of like, and I hate to say it, but you know, it's sort of a, <clears throat> I don't know, making fun of the culture. Because there's no reason why you wouldn't just reach down and pull a piece of the stamp off. But the they canceled the stamps by pulling part of the stamp off. So you'd have, you know, a ch- big chunk out of the stamp. And several times uh, they've gone, yes, I have some Afghanistan, but they're faulty. And I go, oh, let me look. It's like, oh, yeah, they are faulty. Uh, how much? And they go, uh, five bucks. You know. 
$200 worth of stamps, five bucks. And it's because they didn't realize that that fault didn't mean it was faulty. It means it was used. And so uh, Afghanistan is a very, very interesting. The early issues are very interesting, even the middle issues and stuff like that. But again, you know, the demand for a stamp from a collecting standpoint arises in the country that it was issued in. That's why dead countries tend to be cheap because nobody exists in that country anymore. The country changed its name or got absorbed by another country. Um, or the country has no economy. And so you don't have any stamp collectors. And that's the case of Afghanistan. Look at the early issues. They'll catalog $20, $30, then try to find one. I mean, you can find a $20 U.S. stamp on eBay for $2, 10% catalog. Do that with Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to find anything. Uh, very interesting. Yeah, I, like I said, I collected Afghanistan until I didn't because you can't find anything. So what are you doing? What, what were you doing with the Afghanistan collection? I was just identifying what it was for Jim Forty, and then he would go put it up on eBay. And so I just went through the... It was an album. It was quite a nice album. Wasn't a lot of stamps in it, just it was a nice-looking album. <laughs> but there was... The earliest issue was this the second issue of the hand stamps, which had a little lion face on it. And so... It was just one of those. That was the earliest. But, I mean, it, it was quite a large collection to only have that. And there was also a sheet of 50 stamps, which each catalog, like, five bucks each. But, I mean, it's, like, what I'm probably never going to ever see that sheet in my life again. Yep. So, even if I look for it, I mean, I probably won't find it. Just Well, I know where one is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when so I could buy one right now? <laughs> Well, anybody else have anything? Yeah, the, uh, it, it's been a while since the United States has issued a stamp. Um, it's been a it's been a kind of a, a an empty couple of weeks, and, and we're not going to see another issue until August with the um, with the microscopic pictures uh, stamp. Oh, and that's uh, a cool looking stamp. Yeah, those yeah, are, those stamps. Those cool. I think it's a sheet of twenty or something like that <laughs> that uh, that shows various microscopic images of spores and human hair and one is a picture of a of a uh, bug's foot or something but um tardigrade yeah <laughs> but the uh but it's interesting that that there's kind of like a, a a lull i'm not sure if that if that's on purpose or or if that's typical of the of the stamps that are issued that in the summertime it kind of slows down but um actually i've seen that in the summertime it sort of heats up yeah they tend to put more stamps in the summer and the winter, and in the spring and the fall, they tend to slow down. Yeah, but it's been a while since. Every once in a while, you'll you'll read about people that are just fed up with the United States putting out too many stamps and it costs too much to collect the United States. But um, but I, I think they've kind of they kind of hit a groove where um, where they're not issuing too many. Um, the subjects are kind of cool, uh, so. Um, you know they. Uh, so lately, I, I, I've I've been pretty excited to see what's what's coming up uh, from the USPS. Well, they they're coming out with the new express mail stamp. Yeah, and I don't know what's on it, but that'll be pretty cool because they always do really really good artwork on the express mail and priority mail. Mm -hmm. The hitch is that it's going to be a twenty 
$28, $28. Yeah, almost $30 a stamp. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's, it's that's how much express mail is. Yeah. So we'll see how they hold their value over the next 20 years. But I think they're, that's going to be like an investment possibility because people will need that stamp. And I don't think that they're issuing a whole lot of them. Right. So, yeah, we'll so for, for to give you any advice, you know, definitely buy them when they're when they come out from the from the postal service. Yeah, if you can afford a hundred bucks, buy a sheet of four. Oh, <clears throat> Scott was telling me today, uh, buying stuff from Kansas City. He bought he buys press sheets when they come out, and uh, the last order of press sheets, people need to be really really conscious about the quality that comes out of Kansas City. Because he got a press sheet of, you know, I f- don't know what the new stamp was that he got. I wish he was here. Um, but the backing paper was bad. It wasn't even, it wasn't attached to the stamps. It was like there was a big bubble. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and so he needs to return it and say, hey, you know, I'm a stamp collector, which everybody who buys from Kansas City is a stamp collector. Uh, give me a new one. And he needs to send it back. But... I bought um, some express mail stamps and some priority mail stamps. And the express mail stamps, I got like four sheets. So 400 bucks, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And they came and all four of them had like a scratch down the front. And it's like, you know, I paid 400 bucks. I can use them for postage, but I really don't want, you know, I don't send that much express mail. So uh, I sent them all back and they sent me four new ones because, you know, it was, I don't want stamps with a big scratch on them. And right. it, was, it wasn't a printing variety. It was just like somebody had accidentally scratched the sheet. Oh, as, as they were packing it or as they were mani- manipulating them? Well, because it, it, well, it must have been the entire sheet because the scratch was identical on all four sheets. And again, er, all four panes, I'm sorry. So, you know, they print them eight by two, I think it is. And so somebody scratched the sheet and then they cut it up and sent it off to collectors. And so, uh, you know, I, if this is going into a collection, so I had to return it and say, hey, you know, they, they sent me four new ones. And yeah. I mean, it was, it was quick. It was easy. No problem. Oh, really? Because you used their, their return label or something? Yeah. Okay, because I haven't used it. I've occasionally I've received things from Kansas City that have kind of been messed up, but you know I just reordered them and, and just used the the yeah. messed up ones for postage. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't I haven't tried sending anything back before because I thought, oh, what a hassle. Well, again, if it would have been you know normal forever stamps, they just go on envelopes. Mm-hmm. But because they were express mail stamps, you know, I would have to mail. 16 express mail items and I just don't (laughs) right that's a lifetime supply for me of express mail stamps so uh you know I I wish I would have bought you know sheets of the the Bethesda fountain stamp you know stuff like that which today um you can buy discount postage at if it's over a dollar you're getting about an 80% dis- or a 20% discount off face. So you're paying about 80%. So $10 worth of postage, you'll spend $8. 
And usually if you buy $10 of postage, it's going to be inverted Jenny sheet. So 10 uh, inverted Jenny sheets, you know, they're selling for about a 20% discount. That's pretty flat across all issues, except the priority and express mail stamps that have come out. They're all selling a double face. You never see those in discount postage. And I think that's an indicator of how really rare the, excuse me, not rare, how scarce they are. So, uh, you know, it might, if you're going to spend some money, it might make sense for you just to go down to the post office and uh, buy some of these yeah. paintings. Yeah. If you're buying, if you're buying to, to fill your, your album pages each year, buy, buy the high value ones first. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when they're, when they're in the post office and then, and then worry about filling in the other spaces later. Yeah. Flag stamp, you you'll be able to get a flag stamp, you know, a hundred years from now, you'll be able to get a flag stamp. Getting an express mail stamp, maybe not so easy. Well, on that, keep collecting. And thank you for your feedback. And uh, thank you for giving us a chance. We need your help. Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. <laughs> because you don't put that on the letter. Oh. Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go. If this still clown was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.